Good morning, Shelley. Good morning, Kat. How are you? I'm good. How have you been? Yeah, I've been busy actually. Very busy. No, because I just busy. Yeah, yeah, good busy. I've just released my um, membership site um, to try to fill the gap in between giving clinics and having like how-to courses and, and actually you know how courses out there that you work with me online. I needed something in the middle <laughs> to put all my ideas and process in one space. So that was affordable for people. So I've created a membership site. So that opened this week, which is pretty exciting. It looks awesome, by the way. You've done such a good job. It looks fantastic. Yeah, I hope so. I just um, I'm doing a trial, so you know I've, I've I've offered a whole lot of people to go in and have a look um, just for January, where it's free, uh, and they won't start getting charged until February. Which the price is only small; it's only nineteen ninety five per month. I wanted to keep it affordable. And yeah, so I'm getting people just to tell me, like, to make sure that the site actually works well and is not too clunky. So people give me good feedback about, you know, not liking the colour scheme <laughs> and, um, oh, no. you know, and some things like that, which is, you know, which is good because I wanted to take my stuff off social media and just put it in the one spot uh, yeah. primarily because, you know, I release a lot of stuff on social media but it just gets lost, you know. The page yeah. just gets so – like I've got a group and I've got a page and the stuff I post on social media just gets buried and you don't know whether it's – only, you only know – you if you see it, you know it's there. If you missed it and yeah. the algorithm didn't send it to you that day, um, you wouldn't know it's there. So it was it's interesting when I go through just, say, my group page, it's like, oh, that's good. I don't even remember doing that. So anyway, so now I've got a space, uh, a primary space where I can really have it all and organise it all and it's and it's there. And I think too on social media, like you post something once but you wouldn't keep posting that same thing. So you might have posted something 12 months ago but unless we see it again, we're not going to think about that point that you had 12 months ago. No, that's 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 so true and that's of the problem, like I really do struggle with um, with social media. When you actually um, run a business, like an information or education business, like what I do yes. on, on on social media, you do get very frustrated with the algorithm. Um, yeah, because it's so interesting. Like I can have a post and the algorithm will be kind to me that day. And other times, like I can post something and Facebook will send it to you. Because when you've got a, like a business account, it'll show you how many people that it sent it to. And, you know, I might have nearly 8,000 followers on my page and yeah. I might have nearly 5,000 people on my group and Facebook will send it to 126 people. <laughs> so, you know, the, yeah. the it doesn't actually get out there onto people's feed. And it can be for... No one really knows how to crack the algorithm. Um, you know, it does. It's all guessing. Yeah, it's a bit of a guess. So it's just kind of frustrating. Anyway, so I thought, no, I'm. And it just makes it hard for people to see because learning how to work with your horse or training a horse, it's it's a, a bit of a complicated thing. You know, it's just not. 
here, do this method, go out and desensitize your horse and it will become bomb-proof. It doesn't work like that, you know, or go out and learn how to do groundwork. You know, lots of people think, oh, you know, they'll, they'll have a problem with a horse. Oh, I'll go learn some groundwork and they'll do some groundwork and then they just expect that they'll get on their horse and the horse will be all fine because you did groundwork. It doesn't work like that, you know. So there's a lot of layers to it and within my membership site, which I've called a society, like, I had to pick a name, right? I didn't want to call it like academy, school, you know. I thought no, what was that? I said cult. Cult. (laughs) Yeah, the religion of me. No, I wanted to call it a society which kind of can probably does sound a bit creepy, but I wanted to create like more of a community because what I hope one day and which will be an add-on, I need to replicate myself. You know, I need um, people that I can refer other people to, to go get, um, to go give people help. And so I need, um, you know, I need some way to be able to inspire people and then, and a way to actually, you know, teach people and, you know, and also, you know, assess them and to make sure that they are people that I would recommend off uh, for people to go and learn how to do my, my really simple practical, straightforward approach to helping horses. So that probably leads into why did you create the membership site? Yeah, for a look a number of reasons. As I said at the start, it was kind of I needed this space. Um, one, because of social media, people are bombarded with ideas and advice and, you know, I'm like it's like every clinician has a goddamn membership site, you know, out there or training videos and, and I just um, know that there's some problems with that. Um, you know, if people just have training videos, you know, uh, you know, some training person might have 400 videos and it's like, oh, great, that's like 400 videos to completely get lost in. You know, wh- where do you go to? And people can get a bit bitsy and a bit lost. So um, I knew I was just one of the voices out there, but I'm just that little bit different because of, I'm very, very lucky to have that background in, in human learning I just just know and also the way that I coach is that I really take that human learning perspective and just having a video library out there is not just the answer. You know, you need some guidance, you need some signposts, you need someone to spell it out for you. What do I need to do without it seeming quite arduous? Because I know with my courses, my courses that are based on learning skills, like how to round pen, how to groundwork, how to build a foundation on a horse, you know, how to create a good contact and connection with your horse. People do look at those and they balk a bit because it's a course, you know, and it seems long and arduous, even though it's they're actually not. <laughs> um, but I think they need, before they go delve into that and be inspired by that, they need to get a bit of an idea about me, you know, and to trust me that I'm not going to be wasting their time or making them sit there and, you know, and watch long, laborious things or whatever, or, or you know, or that I know what I'm talking about. So, I needed to kind of create a space away from social media, away from the voices and advice of 6,000 other people that are distracting people in their news feed, that they could come and they could see my my process and my philosophy, how I, how I work with horses and teach people how to work with them really well in one space. So it was two things. It was to counteract social media and the multiple voices, plus also that issue that I said about people just getting lost in uh, lost in the news feed, lost in 
you know, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through the group feed and stuff like that. Um, and just all in the one spot where I can say, right, this is what you need to work on. Um, I break it down into three realms. I identified three realms when it comes to working with horses well. One, you need to understand the horse. Yep. Because when a horse behaves or does something, you need to know why it does that. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're just creating a story in your head. Two, you need a practical skill set. You need to know how to actually communicate and influence the horse with a lead rope, you know, in the saddle, using a bit, using your body and your presence. You need to know how to do those exercises or methods. Yeah. And third, the final thing is you need self-awareness. You need to know how you impact the horse. And that's really the realm that's really misunderstood because most people will see it's like, oh, just show me how to do that. Show me how to groundwork, <laughs> right? Now I can show you how to groundwork and do the movements and what you have to do with groundwork quite easily. Um, however, if you do it with no, with poor understanding of the horse or with no self-awareness that what's going on in your head and how you're moving and how you're presenting yourself um grossly impacts that horse and I'll give you an example so yesterday I gave a lesson to uh someone with their horse and it's a horse that I've been working with on their on their body rebuilding them right they're they're an off-the-track thoroughbred they've been out of work a beautiful horse a beautiful kind horse and um and he's has a rider that's been riding him and they've been having a lot of conflict yeah so I went out and gave them a, a lesson just to help them out. And she'd had the week before a friend come out, um, you know, who was an eventer. And what the horse has been doing is just being stopping and refusing to go forward, right? And she said it was her friend. Her friend had said that the horse was just taking the mickey. You know, he was just being disobedient and lazy and just taking the mickey and she had to get up him, all right? And it's like, okay, so you go and see the horse stopping and refusing to go forward. And if you don't know horses, you know, and you look at that and go, horses being naughty, bad, taking the mickey. Mm -mm. When you know horses, it's just like, no, horses only do things for a number of reasons. They, they two reasons. Yeah. They, they, it's because of how you're making them feel. And, you know, I had to explain. He's stopping because, one, he doesn't understand and he's in conflict, two, you're making him uncomfortable, okay, and or, or three, he's not com he's not confident in what you're asking him to do, or it can be a combination of a couple of those or all three. So yep. all as I showed her is, is we just broke down communication of the age, like the go forward aid and then the turn aid, <laughs> you know, and then putting it all together. And, of course, did that horse stop once? No. Did she have to use the whip on him? No. Okay, we just broke down the communication. But if you don't understand horses well, you will well, miss good. You will misinterpret that behaviour. So you need that. Then you need the skill set to be able to work with them in a way that you got to understand. And people just don't, you know, like they're sitting on this horse, and it is kind of when we you know, like you know, when you you know when you learn to see something and you can't unsee it. You know, they're sitting on this horse and they, they're kicking away at him and it's just like, hasn't anything gone through your head about what he's thinking or feeling? And it, it's so interesting when I broke it down for her, you know, about 
you know, gentle squeeze, then click, 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 and then use your whip. And then suddenly he started going off a gentle squeeze and she was like, that's magic. And it's like, yeah, but he understands. And then I just did it on her. This is what the equivalent of what you've been doing. This horse is not like we talk to each other, right? And so we can create we can create meaning from words. Horses yep. don't create meaning from words. They learn to read how you're touching them, um, plus also things they can see and hear, right? So just showing her that yep. that's that's please go forward. That's what that means. <laughs> You know, and if you're just random with it or how you do it, you're not creating any. So having the self-awareness to be really, really consistent. And yeah. yeah, and then you're right. So first of all, she had to understand why I was doing it. I had to give a technique of how to get him to understand. And then you should have seen her fall, like I had to just keep reminding, she'd just fall back and keep doing the same thing she was doing before and she had to catch herself. That self-awareness of being able to, like, make sure that she was consistent with it because she'd get distracted doing something else or, like, you know, she was very excited that he was going forward and she'd immediately go and do one of her old habits. So it was the self-awareness to actually stop, just look up, ride somewhere, leave him alone, you know, but he'd go to slow a little bit. Instead of doing an upward transition, she just, she'd immediately go to start nagging him again. So they're the three realms because if you're missing um, one of those realms, you know, it doesn't work and that's normally what happens. So yeah, I've built it so I address those three realms to keep it in people's understanding. So not are they the three dimension, the three realms of horsemanship, there's layers to each. Yeah. And so, sorry. No, that's okay. Go on. I was going to say, what have you got in there? What have you done that's different? What sort of in there that people are going to find? Yeah, so I've done everything kind of to kind of train people's way of thinking. So just say you will find like exclusive content in there. So every um, every fortnight I release a series of articles on the three realms going through the layers. So just say, for instance, first week of practical skills is catching a horse. You know, yep. I start at the start. Let me let me talk about that to give you an idea of why and the, the why why behind it and the step by step thing. Because if you've got a hard to catch horse, it's actually not that difficult to actually fix when once you understand what's going on. And I had this awesome case when I was in Western Australia in August. I actually um, you know got to work with probably the most difficult hard to catch horse there was. It was a young horse that had had. Very early on, some kind of traumatic um, medical procedures, and it was like mm -mm, not going near a person, and it was super difficult um, to actually catch. And um, you know, and bless his fabulous owner, she just clicked through the steps that I that I talk about in in my approach to the hard to catch horse, and it was so lovely. So that was in August. I saw him; it was so difficult. Like he just like run a mile when he saw people and be so evasive. Um, and then, of course, to catch him, you had to corner him and just about tackle him because um, only a young there's only a young horse <clears throat> that would just make catching even traumatic. But it was she just clicked through these steps, and it was so cool. So when I was just there in December, she walks in the paddock. This little horse just runs up to her, just runs up to her. <laughs> it's like, you know, hello. and then she can um you know she he catches himself now and yeah that was that's really beautiful to see if you saw how bad this horse was so anyway first article talks about that 
Um, with understanding horses, um, we look at herd dynamics because, as you and I know, herd dynamics is everything. And interestingly, with herd dynamics, people hear herd dynamics and they just think, I think, what you and I thought it was, just how hores interact in the herd in the how they interact in the paddock yeah and whenever yeah. i po- post anything everyone will always post me these lovely things about oh i know so much about herd dynamics i love watching my horses interact in the paddock and it's like dude it's deeper than that it's way deeper we're not talking about that bit no we're talking about yeah. how each has horses have special wiring in them and it relates to everything. It relates how trainable they are. It relates to how they deal with stress. It relates to whether they're, you know, you know, I was reading again last night about um, horses that have individual versus group herd dynamic wiring. Um, you know, the individual herd dynamic yep. wiring is the horse that gets very drawn to specific things. You know, so that leaf on the ground, that bush over there, that horse over there. So they tend to really bounce off their environments of everything. When you've got the group herd dynamic horse, which kind of reads things as a whole, right? So they're yeah. not, they're not, they can handle those specific things. They take it all in. So knowing the difference between those two horses, those two types, those two kind of um, types of horses. Yeah, you can. It just really um, makes kind of the horse selection, or you know, even training a horse, or what you do when you rock up somewhere. The group herd dynamic horse, you need to allow to arrive, and just to allow it to take it all in. Whereas that individual herd dynamic horse, you've got to get onto it doing its job so that it's focused yeah. on you. Otherwise, it's going to ping off the oh. environment. So yeah, just introducing people to the idea of herd dynamics up front because it's yes, it's about the herd. That's all lovely, but it's about the herd dynamic wiring in the horse, which which is an animal that's wired to be in a group that you take away and isolate. And that wiring goes off. So you've got to understand that wiring. Then the next um, article, of course, is on self-awareness where I get people to understand that you've got a mind, okay? We all have this mind, this fabulous tool in our head and what can happen, you be- can become your mind and the mind can take over. And that's where you get overthinking, anxieties and fear and fear of failure and, you know, and a, and a procrastination and a whole lot of other things um, exist there. So once you understand to see the mind as a tool, that's, you know, that's that's pretty cool. And, and horses have been, f- they are fundamental and really powerful being able to show you the mind and that whole thing about being present, being mindful, what all that actually means practically um horses are fabulous at being able to reveal and work for that so you know that's what I'm working on that's layer one and then we add on and we add on other things you'll find in there if you're not someone that likes reading content I've got a like a a podcast within the society uh that basically I talk about the content instead of you having to read it if you're someone like that so you can put it on in the car you know podcast comes out every every couple of weeks and you can listen to it where I just talk through it. I've also got things in there like um, videos. There's a lot of video presentations, a lot of me working with horses, just little snapshots. They're definitely not to replace my how-tos, but you get to see me demonstrating on individual horses. Um, and also a whole lot of other presentations. You know, there's presentations on understanding horses, presentations on 
self-awareness and of course presentation on 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 um, skill development um i also have um book club that is going to be my favorite i think i I love book club so our first book we're doing this month is mel robbins the five second rule (laughs) i love that book oh lovely yeah i love that book um that was my first book that i read uh, I was going to say this first book I read last year, but I think that was the High Five Habit that I read. Five Second Rule was a while ago now. Yeah, it was a while ago, but look, that book gets it's me out of bed. Tough. Like I don't wait. It's all about taking action to get motivation. And, man, it's so true. You know, I still use it today. Like I've really in the last two weeks, I've absolutely upped the amount that I've been walking, so I've been getting up even earlier. Because you see, I've got this crazy year coming up where I need to be super fit. Um, so I'm really getting myself fit at the moment. And it, it's so interesting how I get up, I've got to drag myself, like make myself get out of bed. But as soon as I start work, walking, it's like, bang, I'm into it, you know, and I always make myself do a little bit more every day. Everything feels better. Yeah, it's just action yeah. creates motivation. Like it's so true and understanding that you just got to act on it. Don't sit there and think about it as Mel Robbins says. You think about it, your mind, good old mind will take over and talk you out we'll of it. talk you out of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so there's. The more you um, do, the better it feels. That's right. Yeah. So there's a lot of things on there. There is, of course, a Facebook group associated with it where we can have discussions and stuff. Yeah. But that's the society. It's where you see all that. It's where I spell it out. Spell it out. Start here. Work here. These are the things I want. This is the how I train people and train horses in this order. Skill one, skill two, skill three, uh, and a whole lot of, you know, cool cases and stuff that I'll put up there as well fantastic yeah so it's that it's that space where all my stuff is it's all together my philosophy and my theory and how I build horses and humans um is all in the one spot for people to get a really good overview and they can go in and it's all organized I'm super organized but it's it's, I'm still in building so I made this month free because I'm still building it I'm building it and I want to know those things. Is the does the color scheme suck? <laughs> you know? Um, how's that organized? You know, I do have some restrictions on the template that I have used. Um, you know, but I can listen to all those things because I want it to be a user-friendly space that people can go to for some inspiration that all kind of links together instead of sitting on their phones, scrolling away, getting 16 different ideas or distractions and sitting there paralyzed not knowing what to do yeah Yeah. oh and my challenge events so my challenge events have been very successful so I'm about to release another challenge event today actually I'll open enrollments for it but it is where it's the space that I'll use the challenge events because we'll be able to use the resources um, that I've got on there to be able to do the challenge so once you're in the society you get to do challenge events for nothing yeah it's That's awesome because yeah. those challenges are so good can you give us a little hint on which challenge you're going to do yeah i'm going to start off with confidence and trust awesome. yeah i'm yeah. just i'm going to get i'm going to get break through some um some barriers <laughs> for people just to start the year off and and get them you know moving forward with their horse and out of being stuck you know so uh, that is my first challenge that I'll open it up to. Everyone seems to love those confidence ones. Yeah, and they're always so, man, the results for them are always really quite mind-blowing. It is, it is 
amazing just when you give people encouragement to take action. It really is what we were talking about before, like take action. And having the community yeah, yeah. environment of the challenge, you know, that gets people out of bed doing some walking because there's, there's, you know, I encourage everyone to start moving more because the sense of vulnerability when you're not fit really adds to your lack of confidence in the saddle and around your horse and just getting people uh, moving more, thinking about thinking about their, um, their, their health and fitness and just doing something positive for that, getting out and doing things for their horse every day. Like, And I'm mirroring at the moment. Why I've chosen that as well is that I've taken on this horse, uh, this horse that that's got to come back into work. It's a lovely big, big thoroughbred. And what I'm doing, and I've been filming it, right? I've been yeah. filming what I preach. So, yeah. you know, I've been working with him for the last week and Ooh. just getting to know each other. Yeah. So I've been treating his body as well because I've been doing a lot of study of, on that this year um, with Tammy Elkaran. And so I've been, I've already got some body work. I'm a bone therapist, but I'm kind of adding on to those skills. And so I've just been doing a lot of handling with him. So starting off just handling him, doing a lot of treatments, then getting out there backward, forward, yield some groundwork. And it was really cool, you know, like um, when I first started, the first day that I handled him, he was really funny about picking up his feet. You know, he was a bit snatchy and a bit like threatening to kick type thing and, you know, a bit wary of me. And now after a week, picks up his feet beautifully, you know, because I've just been taking my time with him. I haven't thrown him in the deep end, taking my time, get him to know me. Um, you know, he's beautiful. He sees me now when I rock up and he's calling out to me, you know, so he's learnt who I am. He's learnt that I'm, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty cool. I do nice things to him, you know, I give him a carrot. He thinks that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's just a, a really, um, a really lovely horse, and he's 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 never done really any groundwork before, so he thinks that's all very interesting. But it's I just keep it real simple stuff to start with, and every day I've kind of added on, and every day he's gone, oh, okay, I can do that, you know. And he's finished the day, and yeah, 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 practicing what I preach, it just introducing myself slowly to him, and until the handling of him is now becoming very familiar. Yeah, so that consistency and creating new routines. That's right. Yeah, because I'm a different person. I'm he's had never had anyone handle him like I have before. He's been from um, more of a racing type background type thing, and then been handled and and hasn't done a lot of the uh, rope rope twirling stuff that I tend to do. Bless him. Yeah, but he takes it all on board, like just really quite a traditional English and racing type background is what he's been um, exposed to. And, yeah, and so now he's got me and he's like, okay, was a bit wary about it to begin with, but he's, you know, he's getting on board and, yeah, and I'm building that kind of relationship with him so he gets to know me and I'm getting to know him and, yeah, he's going from strength to strength. I can't wait to see sort of what you get up to with him and where it goes yeah. to. Yeah, he's pretty beautiful. He's a he's a very, very lovely special horse. And we'll see we'll see how far I can help him. Because I've got to help his body and as well also bring him back into work and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Excited that you get to put all your work into practice that you've been doing with Tammy. Yeah, well I want to do that and I have to, you know, I I got hold of him because yeah I need to 
I need to do some experimenting. Um, yeah, and so I needed to just work through this stuff of Tammy's and to learn the moves and to have a case to work on. Um, also, though, I have been experimenting with a few different techniques and stuff as well that I've also recorded just for different cases I've come across just at clinics and, you know, is there a way I could handle that a little bit different, differently, et cetera, like just kind of adapting my method with a bit of experimentation. For instance, um, he was an interesting horse that when I did the wiggle the rope, he just like, mm -mm, he just shut down. Yeah, okay. So um, so I just would start us to, you know, just just working through and I captured it on film, which was really good. Um, is that with him I didn't escalate much. I just gave little wiggle and then I just walked straight up to him and backed him up because I'd got backward forward yield really well. So he'd back up good off pressure. Yeah. Little tiny wiggle, back him up. Little tiny wiggle, back him up physically. Well, it took him probably, I don't know, from the start of the session to the end, like less than 30 minutes to get really good at that. And I didn't That's have awesome. to do massive escalation on it. Yeah, yeah, because he just tripped really quickly into um, just kind of shutting down. So yeah, yeah too much pressure. So that worked a treat. And so I had already been doing kind of a version from that, but I had escalated the full way before going up. And this I actually proved that I could actually do a lot less and it still registered. Yeah. Now he backs up from a wiggle like perfectly, <laughs> like a very gentle movement of the rope. That's about all. So I think we'll probably wrap this one up. <laughs> so, I so I hope Thank to see you. That's all right. I hope to see as many people um, get in there and check it out. Um, it can be, it's a subscription that you can cancel at any time and I made sure that it's easy to do. I can't stand those things that you can't work out how to damn well unsubscribe from it. It's very easy. You just got to go in and click two buttons and it's gone. So, um, yeah, you can cancel that at any time. You can go in and, and check it out. And this month you can actually check it out for nothing. Maybe That's fantastic. Yep, so if people could do that and give me some feedback, um, that would be beautiful. Well, thank you for everything you put into the whole community, Charlie. You really share so much and we appreciate it. Yeah, no, I get, look, it's um, it's something that I feel like I give give to the community, but that's, you know, I like doing that because it's like I, I enjoy nothing else than working stuff out. I feel yeah. very grateful for how I got to be here and I got to be here for some very special people and some very special circumstances that happened for me. Um, I love working things out. That's how my brain works. Like how does that work out? And then to be able to give to people what others gave to me, that that I think is the meaning of community. That's why I think you're on here. <laughs> I'm on planet Earth is I think everyone, you feel that sense of community and that you're part of it and that you're doing something good. So that's why I do yep. it. So I'm very grateful I can do that. Fantastic. Thank you. All right, Kat. I'll Have a good one. Yeah, you too. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Canter Therapy. You can find us on Facebook on Canter Therapy Podcast. And if you'd like to know more about me, Dr. Shelley Appleton, you can find out more about me on my website, calmwillingconfidenthorses.com.au. I'm on social media, Facebook, Dr. Shelley Appleton, Calm, Willing, Confident Horses. And I'm Kat. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Forenza Park Equine Services or Instagram at Forenza Park. If you would like to leave us a rating where you're listening to this podcast, we'd appreciate it. And... We look forward to hearing from you.